so anyway, we're, me and the wife are rewatching Thor, and uh, I'm pretty sure she was aware of it, maybe just not as nerdy as the rest of us, which made me feel really homosexual, uh, that I was having to inform her about the three Chris's, like, of the Marvel Universe, like, and how popular they are with, well, uh, the ladies and the gays, I guess. <laughs> so we had our own little fuck, Mary kill type thing, and, uh, gotta tell you, Star-Lord didn't make it. My wife did not throw a curveball. <laughs> that's what she, uh, she didn't have a three Chris thing with me to throw my way, so that's what brought up my, like, what is my three hall passes? And, mm. uh, I had to cross off two of them. Two of them didn't make the cut from, I don't know, Jared, when's the last time we did it? Probably as long as this movie, seven or eight years I ago. I mean, it's been forever since we've actually done like the the official, you know, taking all the pomp and circumstance, booting Josh for being an idiot. <laughs> Not Take only uh, putting man butt in the thread, but putting uh, fake CGI man butt. Like, we can't even go with a real man's ass. Let's <laughs> go bigger and more purple and more bulbous <laughs> with Josh Brolin's stupid face attached to it. <laughs> sexy uh yeah that'll get you the boot um yeah so stick around to, towards the end of the show uh i guess we'll introduce a new segment which is uh jared dotson's uh nasty pervy hour and we'll get his top three on the record i don't think you change yours though jared i don't know if that was laziness or i changed one alice eve wasn't <laughs> jared's uh... had the same list since 1993 <laughs> i was 10 then you pervert <laughs> Jesus, Josh. <laughs> You're taking the title of Nasty Hellcat. <laughs> Why do you got to take something that's so all-American? You know, posters on the locker room wall. And, oh, let's go into a 10-year-old territory. Jesus. Uh, what are we talking about tonight, boys? Where are the two movies? Uh, something Borrowed and Thor. All right. I know you're happy, Jared. <laughs> yeah, Something Borrowed is a real peach, let me tell you. Uh, all right, so this is uh, the weekend of May 6th through the 8th, 2011. So Avengers Endgame just came out. Not enough naked Thanos for one of our hosts. <laughs> um, yeah, Jerry. I've not watched it yet. And it's killing Josh. It is killing him. <laughs> if, there's a form, if there's a form of spoiler cancer eating someone up, Josh is suffering from it right Straight now. from the ass. <laughs> <laughs> the scotch on the rocks please any scotch will do as long as it's not a blend of course uh single malt blend olivet blend fitting perhaps maybe blend gown any blend i'm thirsty i want a beer what about you you want a beer just a drink, a martini, shaken, not stirred. I think you all have taken the wrong, the wrong lesson from from my taunting Jared about about this. It's more about pushing his buttons. I, I could, I could care less. I, I don't know. It's a weird, like, reflective image, though. There, like, there is this, as I've said, a symbiotic relationship between the two of you, and I think it's harming you more than this. <laughs> it's bouncing back on your psyche. <laughs> Uh, I'll be the first. I know Josh uh, really wants to. So Jared will escape with only a minor spoiler here. Oh. I think for this episode, we'll do our own in-game thing where you just kind of jump in the action. And <laughs> and then we have the, the title card, which in this case would be the theme music Josh made for us. 
uh, playing right after <laughs> Jared says right in the ass. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's our in-game title sequence. <laughs> uh, let's start with Thor, since we're on the Avengers mindset. So this one, uh, opening weekend, of course, was the uh, the big hit. The widest release uh, opened to $65 million, which uh, seems kind of quaint, given what uh, Avengers Endgame made. What did it open to in America? Like over $350 million? Jared? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I, uh, he stayed so far away from spoilers, he doesn't even look at the numbers. Nope. Does not care. I, I assume it's Who successful, but I don't I don't know for sure. I know that uh, every time I go, it's sold out, Josh. It I must bet. be selling all kinds of tickets, baby. <laughs> Maybe if you go somewhere other than our local <laughs> lot lizard... <laughs> theater <laughs> maybe you, you might have some luck get a movie get a handy it's all good oh my god <laughs> alright another clip played right there moving right along <laughs> Thor opened to 65 million uh, it was a big hit I remember at the time thinking like well they got a character like Thor, what a dorky character, to uh, 65 million. It's a mainstream success. <laughs> Shout out to Keith Reed. Uh, <laughs> you don't know who that is. Uh, I just assure you, dear listeners, he is a dork. Um, <laughs> says the guy covering something borrowed <laughs> eight years later. Maybe Keith wins. Uh, something borrowed was the uh, third. Uh, biggest wide release coming in uh, just behind Jumping the Broom. I don't know what that is. So maybe that's truly mm. the forgotten film. Uh, whatever it was, uh, it grossed a little bit more than Something Borrowed. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Jared happy here because I already told Josh this privately. Jared has a certain um, well, there's certain punching bags you have to put on the podcast for him to get mm -hmm. him uh, excited to produce uh, comedic material on this show. And a, <laughs> I mean, there were, there were a number of like independent movies that we've done, like on the show that open on one or two screens. So on this weekend, May 6th through the 8th, 2011, opening on two screens is a Josh Dotson favorite that I told him we were not going to cover and said we were going to do something borrowed because it would produce more nasty Hellcat material. And that was Hobo with a Shotgun. So um. Jared... Does that make you like something borrowed a little bit more to know that Josh was punished <laughs> before you even got the options, knowing how much he well, loves that movie? And he would have introduced it to you, to at least to me. I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but I I would have much rather watched that, I'm sure, than something borrowed. But also it hurts Josh, so I mean it's a 50-50 <laughs> thing there. Well, I understand, because it's kind of like going to the zoo and watching the monkeys. You don't want to... Just give him a simple Careful. banana to eat. You'd rather you'd rather like throw him like I don't know like a frisbee well, like and a boomerang and, and see them you know re react ridiculously. And that's what Mike's doing with you. You know, he's, oh, I'm going he's to giving he's giving you. you. <laughs> that was extremely clean that Josh went with. You would like to throw them a frisbee? Instead. <laughs> Not how I thought it was going to end up. All right, uh, we'll, we'll stick with Thor. Um, I think this one changed a lot. I, I remember thinking like, oh, that was just okay when it came out. I watched it the one time. I think I watched it with Jared. And I'm pretty sure we watched it in 3D and talked about how miserable that was because uh, we both kind of share a hatred of 3D movies. Wow. Uh, so watching it this time, I was like, wow, this movie's actually really bright and colorful. Hey, they're actually in New Mexico. They're in a desert. I don't remember seeing all of this. 
look at the Mario Kart racetrack they fight on in the final sequence. <laughs> like everything, it's it's a rainbow road. Had no memory of this. So this one actually looked better eight years later. I don't think you can say that about too many big CGI fests. And maybe compared to something like in-game, it doesn't. But to me, this was actually a much better experience. Do I dare th- toss it to Jared first? Because I know he'll be negative pretty much throughout. But Jared, uh, you were pretty much blind when you watched it in theaters since you can't see in 3D. So how was <laughs> well, it actually I seeing mean, Thor for the first time? To be clear here, I can still see what's going on. I'm not <laughs> wandering through Ray Charles-esque like, well, that, tell me what's happening, Mike. Tell me, what's Thor doing? That but, sweet, sweet 1.5 vision. <laughs> I, um, I, I just I'm willing to bet there was a 1.5 vision on something borrowed from a few of you scumbags on the show. I bet you it was a much faster pace for you two. I lost long tracks of time to my phone with that one. I must admit. Um, Angry Birds was played, I'll admit. <laughs> Jared looked I up say, pictures of Kate Hudson in her prime. <laughs> I say, Josh, you're going full PG this episode. You're going boomerang and Angry Birds. Goodness. Um, I, you know, I've always been kind of so-so on Thor. I, I don't... Part of the reason that we've made superheroes is that's kind of like our era's mythology, I guess. That's the way I, I view it. So you're throwing like Norse mythology into what's already a dorky enough mythology. And I, I just, I've never got behind the whole. It's too much nerd? Too much. Those two too, different... too condensed nerd. I like, I, I, hmm. I, uh, I don't know. But I, I will say Chris Hemsworth, that, that's what's made me enjoy it more is he's really like owned that role. Like uh, he's, he's Thor, like the same way that uh, Robert Downey is uh, Stark. And, you know, he's, he's made me enjoy the role of Thor more so than, you know, I, I don't enjoy the comics that much at all. How'd you get inside that cloud? Also, how could you eat an entire box of Pop-Tarts and still be this hungry? This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! Sorry, Izzy, little accident. What was that? It was delicious, I want another. Well, you could have just said so. I just did. No, I mean, ask nicely. I meant no disrespect. All right, well, no more smashing. Deal? I have my wood. Good. Well, clearly he's embraced the humor of it a lot more, too. And mm-hmm. I'd forgotten how much of that was actually in the first one. Because I think with Ragnarok, the way... That's probably coming off Dark World, which I've only seen once. And it seems to be the agreed-upon, like, worst Marvel movie. Or the one that's, like, most forgotten. Mm-hmm. I think Ragnarok, it was like, wow, Thor's actually funny. But re-watching this, as I said, only seen it the one time. Um, I forgot that there was already elements of that with the, uh, I guess, the man out of, like, his own time. Like coming mm. to to Earth and uh, you know throwing mugs of ale and coffee like on the, on the ground. Sustenance. Yeah, he yeah. plays it in a straight way though. The the comedy com- the comedy comes, but it's from him like you know being the straight guy. The bleached blonde uh, eyebrows not so straight. <laughs> <laughs> Going in angles here that I didn't. Uh, I couldn't. I tell you what, man. Seeing it at home without the 3D glasses, I was like, "What the fuck is up with his face?" <laughs> like fucking Zoolander, like Blue Magnum. Every time, just with his eyebrows. Glad that I'm pretty sure they got rid of that. I think he has his natural eyebrows. They didn't uh, go uh, 
bleach blonde the whole way. Uh, Josh, we start off talking about uh, men's asses, so uh, <laughs> there you go, men's eyebrows. What are you gonna do with that? Well, they're better than some that we've had in the past. Looking at uh, oh, 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 I know Miss. Uh, what, what was her name? Uh, Annette Benning. No, not Annette Benning. Uh, How dare you, Jared? <laughs> Attack Annette Benning. Juliet Binoche. Yes, oh, okay. thank you. That was yeah, yeah. Her no eyebrows was much more concerning than Hemsworth's uh, bleached eyebrows. So I don't know. Kind of, kind of wanted a Lost it. Highway moment with Thor here. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Might have worked uh, with Loki. I remember my initial reaction to this movie was I appreciated the. The, the change of pace of not getting the standard superhero origin because Thor is like a mythological character. So, I mean, it, it, this is still somewhat of an origin story, but it's uh, it's not like, oh, I got bit by a spider and all of a sudden I have powers. It's his, not for him in Asgard is what you're saying. That's right, like, it's they jump right a, in. For him, it's more of a character building origin. It's a matter mm-hmm. of him becoming the type of person he needs to become rather than gaining any special powers or or anything like that so right because uh, they strip him of his powers for a good portion of the runtime i mean that's yeah, the, uh, yeah. the first act so mm-hmm. reverse origin story then kind of yeah and so I, I remember thinking that that was just a nice change of pace uh and appreciating that um it, it was interesting that they got kenneth Branagh to direct it uh i think that was probably a a pretty wise choice just because he does so much shakespearean um, material that the the Asgardian stuff would be pretty safe in his hands as far as making that look and feel pretty authentic. Uh, I think having Anthony Hopkins be yeah yeah that, perpetually that's... put out <laughs> throughout the movie <laughs> <laughs> helps as well. Uh, yeah. Not subtle his version of uh, King Odin right there. Uh, pretty much, I mean, he's in full on like Grand Torino mode. It seems like until he goes in a weird coma, a weird you know. Asgard coma, whatever it is. Uh, how do you all feel about the Loki character? Because, you know, we've talked about how Marvel, for most of its movies, has certainly had a villain problem. And Loki's already a character that, even just from the comics, that can be, like, annoying. Because it's like, ah, I'm tricksy, you know, you don't mm-hmm. know what I'm... So, on the one hand, as a character, I wasn't thrilled about having him. But on the other Tom Hilston does with with it just about everything that he can. I mean, he does. I think it gets progressively better in all of his appearances because they they did. I think realize that the character was rich enough that he didn't need to be full on villain, and that just you know using him in kind of the antihero type way almost. Uh, I think his origin story here kind of contributes some sympathy too. I mean, mm-hmm. he, yeah, <laughs> this is a you know. Gone baby gone. This is a, a kidnapped child mm-hmm. <laughs> just being used for other people's gain. I, I actually had totally forgotten about that too. Um so the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, when does Loki turn? When does this like his big master plan? And I forgot that it's like, yeah, hey, he's kind of got some good reasons. It's pretty skeevy how I came to be. Uh especially Anthony Hopkins with him like, you know, <laughs> in full on rage mode, knowing that he stole you from the cradle. Uh do I like it more? I don't know, Josh. I'm I'm Actually, think I may, I may like Avengers, the first Avengers less, having gone back to revisit Thor, because mm-hmm. what I remember from that one was he was in full on 
maniacal villain mode. That's true, but it made that Hulk scene all the more pleasurable when when that came too, because you know he is getting ready to monologue, and then <laughs> the Hulk just interrupts. Enough of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of play it wise both ways, but uh, I would say that's probably the weakest element of certainly the first two Thor movies is the you know the villain problem. I mean, they're just uh, glorified uh, like <laughs> Lord of the Rings extras. It seems yeah, like yeah dark elves or was it frost giants in this mm-hmm. uh i don't know i i actually thought i'd have more of a problem with trying to rewatch, and i don't know if either one of you have gone back to rewatch the uh the older marvel movies you know iron man one or captain america first avenger recently i thought i might have a hard time <laughs> jumping back to those quaint days and i found myself enjoying this more that it's like oh this is just it's simple and stripped down like as opposed to having this mega crossover event that calls back to 20 other movies right uh and i this one on rewatch i'm kind of glad i did because it it definitely bumped up my uh marvel rankings and i i doubt i would have ever unless we're doing this podcast felt like i need to watch thor again (laughs) and talk about my wife and if she'd want to fuck chris hemsworth (laughs) or kill him (laughs) it it is nice to revisit the marvel movies before they had 15 different main characters in each movie and it kind of muddied the waters so i will i'll say that's a positive let's say Three positive things. We each take one about our forgotten film, Something Borrowed. Uh. Jared, I'll <laughs> give you a moment. Josh, I'll start with you. Mm, something positive. Well, I, this is a little, uh, I guess, in depth in terms of like this. Probably this statement would pro- probably be better suited for like later in the conversation, but. Um, you don't know how it's going to derail, Josh. You might as well get out one right, point right. before it. <laughs> the ending, um, that they do a little bit of a fake where it looks like when the, the two girls are having the big conversation, like once the wedding has been called off and all that. And, um, it looks like everything's going to tie up perfectly with a nice little, you know, bow, like, oh, everything worked out, you know. Got away scot free. Yeah. And she walks out, and I'm like, uh, figures it would end that way, you know, stupid. And then she knocks on the door, and she's like, I realize his jacket is here. I was like, I was glad to see that uh, they didn't go for that perfect, perfectly sweet movie where like, everything worked out for the best for everybody. I was glad they at least uh, changed that up, you know, and, and added a little drama there. I mean, this movie is basically a glorified, well, I don't know if I should say glorified. It is a feature-length and I guess by that rationale, shorter version of the Friends saga on television, where it's a group mm. of friends who apparently just all fuck each other. Like, they just swap partners left and right. And uh, I guess over the course of watching TV characters, you become okay with it, because maybe you get bored with seeing, you know, one group of, like, romantic partners, so you want to see them change it up a little bit. Uh, I believe Dawson's Creek even did the same thing. Like, the show was on the verge of being canceled, and they're like, hey... What if we just had our title character get screwed over by his buddy? <laughs> and then it became a very popular show. Um, but I was telling my wife, uh, and she had read these books. She's a fan of this, this uh, author, Emily Giffen. I guess she basically writes like rom-coms in novel form. Oh, so um, this is based on a book? I think it's it's based on a book series, according to my wife. Um, and I guess the sequel follows the other woman, in this case, Kate Hudson, uh, who's not the main character, but... Is at different points, I guess, the nemesis, or the one to be thwarted, and then also the one that to kind of sympathize with because she's about to get married and her best friend is sleeping with her fiancé, like, 
leading up to the marriage. Um, but I found the main character here played by Jennifer Goodwin. I told my wife this, she and she thought this was kind of strong words. I found her repulsive. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's okay looking. Dex. This is Darcy. Darcy, this is Dex. I know. You've only been talking about him for like nine months. Well, he's been a very great study partner. Wow. You too. Lighten up. Your tarts are over. Torts. Whatever. So, games? Fun? Let's get this party started? Truth or dare? Darcy! It'll be fun. Come on. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll start. Dare. Ask Rachel out on a real date instead of whatever <laughs> this is. Fine, then ask me out. Hey, don't look at me. Who are you? Who am I? I counselor am fun, which you look like you could use a lot more of. Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is fun, so I'm willing to share. Are you always this obnoxious? <laughs> <laughs> One of the most vile things ever put on film. Okay, so first off, it's a you know icky situation where it's like you have a character who had a crush on this guy in college. She doesn't have the stones to like even ask him out. And even when he like seems like, are you cool with this? Like you basically pass me off on your friend and it's giving every sort of sign that he like would like to be with her. He he basically takes his multiple rejections. And so then she spends their adult, you know, their twenties. I think they say she's almost 30 in this. No, she turns 30, the birthday party at the beginning. So, you know, there's a, you know, I don't know, five year span, mid twenties to, you know, 30 where she's just secretly pined over her best friend's fella who she mm. she told repeatedly, "No, no, you're good. I'm good. Go you go with her. That's yeah, that's fine with me. I don't care." Right. So the whole movie I'm I'm not wishing for anything good to happen to these people and unfortunately Kate Hudson who I can sympathize with is a horrible person. <laughs> so the the only uh, the only positive here cuz I know Jared Jared should go full tilt. The only positive here for me is John Krasinski who's, you know, notably also the only one who's like any sort of movie star at this point playing basically the Greek chorus who's calling everyone out. Yeah. Like you're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot and it makes the movie even more painful that people just make fun of him or just laugh at him. <laughs> what a goober. Oh, he's well, gay. I'll <laughs> listen to him. <laughs> It makes it more of a conundrum because you could almost overlook like if if the writer just had that jaded view and that's how they view their characters. But when they have a character that is calling everybody out <laughs> the way we, the viewer, are, it's like, okay, then why did, why did you make this movie like this? Because people, I don't know, I don't think people generally act like that. I, I, I don't know, but uh, you're right. I mean, he's the only likable character. Uh, everybody else is making terrible mistakes throughout the whole thing um yeah I, I mean i agree i pretty much didn't care what happened to anybody and and, and to further your point it really ticked me off when <laughs> john krasinski's character did make a pass at uh what did you say her name was uh jennifer goodwin that right. he secretly uh, pined for this horrible woman yeah this this vile thing this <laughs> And she's like, oh, so sweet, but, you know, I'm still hung up on this guy who's, you know, I'm not going to tell how I feel. I don't know. It's just just the worst kind of movie. All right, Jared, it was bad. It was bad. Do you have one nice thing? It had a finite running time. (laughs) 
It had to end. That was my only positive that I could think of. I was going to say John Krasinski, but you uh, went into I, that. So. I had to get that one in because I had nothing else. I, there I mean, really isn't I, much to pick from. Even Kate Hudson, who I normally you know enjoy, turns out just to looking be a upon. Shithead. Yeah, it was just too much. It, it is a pretty good test of like, let's say you know hotness and like see how quickly you can be turned off. And this mm-hmm. this movie does succeed. <laughs> You're I mean, all disgusting. Quite, <laughs> even fucking Fatal Attraction. I, Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Now, who, and this is a audio podcast. It's not YouTube. My hands are going to show one for Glenn Close going to the fucking floor, and then Kate Hudson up here. Even that, where she is a knife wielding, rabbit killing maniac. <laughs> I reasonable. still kind of like. She still likes to get down. <laughs> and Kate Hudson, I'm like, you know what? I- I'll take my chances. I don't own a rabbit. Sorry, Brody. <laughs> 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 I just hated it. Just, I just These are horrible people. All of them. Yeah, that's, uh, <clears throat> that was the one point I had loaded up, but you guys already uh, landed on it. Was For about 95% of the movie, I, I at least had the... My, you know, the lighthouse of the movie was John Krasinski calling these people out, being the Muppet in the in the balcony, laughing and calling these people idiots and morons, and then they just have to go and ruin that one speck of of good good goodness about the entire movie, making a pass at Jennifer Goodwin. It just it all falls apart, it falls in on itself. Like they're all shitheads. None of them. Well, they all deserve each other. I hope you know whoever ends up with whoever. Here's one negative with John Krasinski's character is he keeps showing up to their beach house. He keeps going on these like trips with them and he's not fucking anyone there. Like I, I, I told my wife, I'm like, you know, he's I can understand for if he Jennifer was... Goodwin. Yeah. And that's, you know, that being a big <laughs> twist reveal just makes it even worse. Like they're just slapping <laughs> you in the face. They're just like pissing on us basically. Um, I could, I would like his character a lot more if he was like, you know, married into the family, either Jennifer Goodwin or something, or Kate Hudson's character, and his wife was like, you know, the idiot dragging him along, and that <laughs> making him like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, where he's like losing his damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> intrigue in the Hamptons. Uh, but no, it doesn't. It doesn't go there. I don't. You know, we're also not the target audience here. No, no, so, but I find it troubling. That it's targeting any audience. That there, I find it troubling that there would be an audience for it. Uh, it. It's just, I cannot stand these movies where people don't say what they mean and they don't mean what they say. It's a waste, if you will. Yeah, a waste I mean, of time. And I mean, it doesn't take two hours for you to really get home. The fact, it, like, it, take your shot when you like somebody. It just takes me out. It just takes me out of the movie because it's just too. Unbelievable. I mean, I get that people can be shy and maybe not tell somebody their true feelings and stuff, but when you have a handful of characters all doing it and just, I don't know, playing hide the pecker with their feelings, it, it, it it's just... I have a point on that, Josh. Okay. I think if you are so restrained and so, you know, uh, put out by... When someone's point blank asking you, like, uh, so, you know, we cool? Are you okay? Like, Seems like you know, seems like you know something going on. But you now you're setting me up with your friend. If you can't even say like, "Oh, really?" No, I, I, I'd actually, you know, I, I'd kind of like you. to have sex with you too. <laughs> I thought we had something going on there. Okay, uh, never mind. That you don't take your shot there, but when your friend is like a week away from marrying him, then you decide to have an affair. See, to I've me, made that's a, a big. 
that is a bigger jump of someone like rocking the boat. I would think if you if that's part of your character type, uh, you don't even consider, um, you know, sleeping with your best friend's, uh, you know, husband to be in a mere week span. I think you definitely run from that. You've just, you know, I think that you, even if it is a conflict, it happens during those dating stages <laughs> where where maybe you're backstabbing the friend then, like trying to get him back. Like, ah, you don't want to like you don't friends the sitcoms. What you're right, saying, right, right, yeah. Early on, you don't, yeah, you don't do it. I mean, I know it's not nearly as dramatic, but you don't do it the week of the wedding. You don't. Uh, I mean, because that just—I don't know. Maybe I just have bad anxieties, but that just puts like a knot in my stomach, anyways. I'm like, really? Do I got to sit here with this dread this whole movie of like, okay, <laughs> they're gonna fight. They're gonna, gonna fight. We're gonna ruin the wedding. We're gonna we're gonna have a big throwdown. It's like everybody's yelling. Everybody's out of the money. That Gosh, they, really? That they really put cares down. about. Kate Hudson in this, really. No, I don't, I don't mean it like that. I mean it like... Okay, you know how like, some people got hung up on Man of Steel, like the destruction that was taking place in Metropolis? Mm-hmm. And the, and was, yeah. I, get, I get hung up on like, you're wasting thousands of dollars planning this <laughs> wedding. <laughs> just just cancel it already before it happens. I, that eats at me. I, mean, I know that this is something I bring at it, but it kills me. It kills Clearly, me. though... Uh, these people are in a very different tax bracket. Oh, sure. They just, yeah. They roll oh, up the Hamptons. Hamptons I get like this with yeah. all these movies, though. It just, it always does that to me. I'm like, why? Why wait till the last minute? Don't, 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 don't waste the money. <laughs> Old dad ain't gonna be happy having to cancel the, the caterers. <laughs> <laughs> there is a scene where, uh, the, uh, Tom Cruise ripoff here, um, Basically tries to tell his dad, like, hey, I may be into this other, the other, the other girl, you know, the best friend, the maid of honor. <laughs> and dad basically <laughs> says, like, you know, we don't, we're not those type <laughs> people. Not saying, like, uh, you're doing something wrong, son, or you're going to hurt a lot of people. He's basically like, that would be an embarrassment to the family. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, who, is this, like, our town? Who, who like, what is this? How do, <laughs> does anyone even know, like, what? You know, they live in a big city and uh, they seem to have a very small circle of friends because they can only have sex with, you know, one of six people like in that, you know, beach house. <laughs> well, what would our neighbors in the Hamptons think if you go trolloping around with more than one woman? <laughs> even, well, even that stuff is stupid. <laughs> Uh, that's a sound. I don't know. It just was really dirty when you said it. I know you were classing it up, but it it sounded like spelunking to me. Dude. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What would spelunking have to do with it? Um, not one word out of you about Cat Dennings for Thor, Jared. Speaking of spelunking, <laughs> she uh, <laughs> oh. Josh, you felt that one too, huh? Man, this guy is like, <laughs> like the fucking elephant man of, of movies. You, you like feel everything. <laughs> no. I am human. <laughs> What's with you, man? <laughs> uh, anytime we start mixing words with Jared and spelunking and stuff like that, it just even Cat Dennings. It ain't got nothing to do with Cat Dennings. It's got to do with thinking. Side question. Side sentence. question. Jared hold on, is hold that thought. That's what kills hold. me. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Why does your mind go directly to me instead of Kat Dennings? <laughs> is there a woman gorgeous enough to survive that sentence with you, Josh, in your mind? 
or is it the fact that they're so gorgeous that really cripples you? And it's it has even to be- more, it, it, it's like painting a mustache on the Mona Lisa. Like, <laughs> the idea of Jared. <laughs> Why am I even being thought of is what I can't figure out. Whenever one of my buddies talks about banging a, a celebrity, I don't imagine them in it, you idiot. <laughs> But Mike specifically directed it to you. Like speaking of spelunking, Jared, Cat Dennings. He likes you. Cat Dennings. I know. I, know. I like big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> there he cringes again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm just trying to be a good friend here. I'm just uh, you know, Jared. He's, he's come back of things graciously to the podcast chair to the microphone, and I'm Ooh. like, hey, Jared, we've not talked about Cat Dennings. I know that makes you happy. Also oh, spelunking. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my loves. <laughs> Why? Uh, something borrowed deserved to be forgotten. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would think even the filmmakers associated with it, if they stumbled across a podcast eight years later talking about it, they would even say, yeah, please forget us, because now we're associated with <laughs> spelunking. <laughs> A lot of hashtags they don't want. <laughs> uh, Thor, did you all actually enjoy it, or was it just enjoyable in comparison to something borrowed? Because I actually was really high on it this time, like surprisingly so. So I don't think I was as high on it as you were, but it's it's definitely an enjoyable experience. Uh, like... Josh said earlier the villain sucked. The destroyer was lame, but it, it's it's entertaining though. Uh, I'm not. I'm I'm probably a, a larger defender of the Marvel movies than either of you. I I've always enjoyed most of them. Uh, I think Iron Man two is probably my least favorite. I tell you what, man. I rewatched that one recently, and I always loved Mickey Rourke. Uh, whipping on the racetrack, like <laughs> yeah, I wanted yeah, that to be a, yeah, a ten yeah. minute sequence oh, of him. I wanted God, him to go around the that. entire racetrack. Five minute supercut. <laughs> well, that movie still has good moments. But Sam Rockwell dancing like a jackass coming out to like Stark Con. I don't know. I think I bumped it up. I don't think it's the worst anymore. It's got to be Dark World. I've not got to Dark World yet, but I'm imagining it's got to be that one. I don't remember Dark World being bad. I think it's just forgettable. If that makes sense. I mean, I don't remember it being like offensive, like. I can't believe they went that route, but it's just kind of generic. Um, Which yeah, of the uh, origin stories is uh, your favorite? Uh, for me, it's Captain America's. I, I, I really, first Avenger? Yeah, First Avenger. I, hmm. I, I pretty much think Captain America's... I mean, I know you, you're not as big on Civil War, but I feel like Captain America walked away with the better trilogy as a whole than probably any the other characters. How about you, Jared? Uh, it's the same. Chris Evans is Captain America. I, I can't. It's one of those things where somebody eventually probably will reprise the role and take it back over, man. But he's been absolutely perfect. Like he is. I know I've said that about <laughs> Stark and Thor both, but like Chris Evans, God bless dude. I, I I don't know. It's just you want to talk to my wife about these dudes. You just want to keep going on and on about them. Um, he wants to go spelunking, apparently. Whatever you, I mean, you know, <laughs> we appeal to everybody on this show. <laughs> I mean, maybe you are, but I'm calling Chris Hemsworth eyebrows gay on this. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans is a good Captain America. Next. Thor Ragnarok was certainly the better of the Thor movies. Um, but this one's the, the next the next best. 
I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, phase one. I'd forgotten how good uh, some of those were. I've not yet uh, rewatched First Avenger, but I went through Iron Man, uh, Hulk, and uh, Thor, and I've enjoyed all of them. But they do feel they feel very different from modern modern Marvel movies uh, in that way. Uh, and I, I think I like it. I think it, it feels about as throwbacky as like the '90s Batman movies in a way. Mm-hmm. Like so. I don't know if that's something we'll ever get back. I don't know if either one of you saw Captain Marvel, but... Uh... I did. I did. <laughs> Josh, Josh, you liked it, eh? Not really. It wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Me and Josh can sound like the two conservative voices. Josh, Jared is uh, picking which of the Chris's he'll have sex with, and uh, there's balance to the force. <laughs> Captain Marvel, they're like, the first female-led super... I'm like, no, no, it's not. We had Wonder Woman, and it was awesome. Why, why are we acting like that? Didn't I mean, I know it's not Marvel, but, I mean, they're still just acting like... Never. We aren't recognizing sure it whatsoever. For sure the second best DCU movie next to Aquaman. Do you really feel? Do you really feel that? I love Aquaman. Though? I mean, it was good. And, I liked it. I'm just... I'm and about to see how 75% of it... Is what you just called me out for, Patrick oh, Wilson? I knew it was. <laughs> I, 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 I had no doubt once he's, I started yeah, watching it. The blonde, top knot like man, <laughs> and he's just an asshole the whole time. He's just two hours of being a dick <laughs> underwater. So he's not being, um, well, uh, not exactly clueless, but uh, he doesn't have. No, any... he's not. No, no he's he's, a, he's calculated in the movie. Not I just like said, him. I like his jerk. stupid face. Yeah, he's just <laughs> twirling that trident around. <laughs> It's so homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs>